Welcome to this, our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms. It's good to be back. We took a couple weeks off and uh, to catch our breath. And so we're grateful to have the opportunity to begin a new uh, season of our devotions. And as we prepare to do so, let's reflect upon some beautiful music. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, our scripture today comes from the gospel according to Mark, the first chapter beginning at the first verse. Hear the word of God. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. So John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the whole Judean region and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove upon him. 
And the voice came from the heavens, You are my son, my beloved, with you I am well pleased. And then the Spirit immediately drove Jesus out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, tested by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Is it too late to talk about beginnings? It's January 9th, nine days since some of us saw the ball drop or the pineapple drop here in Sarasota. Nine days since some of us paused and took stock of the year past and evaluated how good a year it's been. Nine days since we looked ahead and wondered what kind of year we wanted this year to be or what we might do in the upcoming year what plans, what resolutions, what commitments we were making for the 365 days that awaited us. Nine days is just about long enough for us to forget all that. And we may make us feel that we are now, now long past the beginning of the year and we are now immersed in the thick of the daily fight the day-to-day -day procession of life that outside of our morning waking and our evening sleeping never seems to have a beginning and an end. We just go from day to day to day. It never seems to give us a do-over or a new start this new year. We can let those chances slip by, this opportunity to begin again. Well, the text assigned for the 9th of January from the Daily Lectionary is this text, as I just read from Mark chapter 1, and it seems to come in a timely manner. For Mark starts his gospel by saying it, this is the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. It's like the Genesis, like Genesis begins. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And like John's gospel, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Bible is full of beginnings. The Bible's really into new starts, do-overs, second chances. Now, when Mark starts his gospel and tells us about the beginning of the good news, the first thing we hear is this, look, see. The beginning of the good news is liable always to begin with us looking or seeing or noticing. Mark says, look, take notice, something's happening. And in those first 13 verses, strange and unusual things happen for those who look and take notice. First, John the Baptist appears. People go looking for him, and he says, repent, start over, make this day a day of new beginnings. And then John says, look, because, look, because the Messiah is coming. Look closely, and you will see the one who is mightier than me. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And then when Jesus comes and is baptized, Mark says, look, do you see the Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus like a dove? Look carefully and you will detect the presence and movement of the Holy Spirit in this story. And then Jesus begins to look and he senses the Holy Spirit is leading him into the wilderness to be tested. So Jesus follows the Holy Spirit into the wilderness and encounters the evil one. And in the midst of his testing, Jesus looks more closely and he can see something that maybe most couldn't see. He could see angels who were attending him, giving him strength, helping him to endure. It's amazing what you will see if you will just stop and look some of you know that one of my hobbies is photographing birds. I'm 
fortunate to live just a couple of miles away from the celery fields here in Sarasota, which happens to be a go-to place for, for birders from all around the country. Now, the truth is, I used to drive right through the celery fields for about 10 years without giving a second thought to this area. I used to see people walking around with binoculars and cameras and wonder what the heck they were looking at. But then about five years ago, when I was in search of a hobby, my dear wife bought me an inexpensive digital camera and a telephoto lens. And, and then I thought to myself, well, what now am I going to take a picture of? And then one day I'm driving through the celery fields and I see these people taking pictures and I say to myself, well, why don't you walk around there and see if there's anything that you want to take pictures of? And so it was New Year's Day 2018 when I was walking around the celery fields and I saw an eagle, my first Florida eagle. And I got it with my camera and from that point I was hooked. And every chance I get now, I'm out there in the celery fields looking, 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 looking. And it's amazing what you will see if you just keep looking. So I end up posting a bunch of these birds on Facebook and people comment to me about how wonderful these pictures are. When really the truth is, taking pictures of birds is 95% just being there, just raising up your head and looking. The more you look, the more you see, the more you see, the more you catch. And the other 5% is about pointing and shooting and so on. Isaiah the prophet speaks the voice of God and says, See, look, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mark says the same thing. John the Baptist says the same thing. Jesus says the same thing. The best way to begin is to look. Like that Norman Rockwell painting that shows a busy urban street with people walking to and fro and they all have their heads down. These days they would have their heads down and they would have their earbuds in. And they're walking past a cathedral and on the front face of the cathedral, right there by the front door, the section is changing the sign directed by the rector and the sign he changes it to is, lift up thine eyes. In other words, look. So hopefully it's not too late, nine days into the year, for me to encourage you, challenge you, implore you to lift up your eyes. Be on the lookout for the new things that God is doing. The new year is less about our resolve, maybe, and more about our eagerness to see what God is up to. So let's live this year on tiptoe. Let's imagine that God is bringing about a new beginning for all of us. Let's pause more often and see what doves are descending, what paths are opening in the wilderness, what angels are hovering, what chances were given to repent and turn around and start again. It's never too late to start again. For such is the beginning of the good news. Let us pray. Oh God, lift up our heads and open our eyes and help us to see what is appearing right in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen.